Hey there, and welcome to the Street Talk Business Podcast, your place for small and medium business talk. Here, we're all about small businesses. Major corporations and organizations usually have the capital and resources to figure their own stuff out, but it's us smaller business owners out here grinding and hustling every day that often fall by the wayside with nowhere to turn. Not anymore. And thanks for listening in today. As usual, I'm Noah Porter. And I'm Kendall McCarty. Today, we take a deep dive into marketing strategy and when and how to approach an overhaul. So, that being said, let's get it started. All right, so when do you do an overhaul? When do you overhaul your marketing strategy and... Um, how do you go about it? Or do you just make tweaks to it? You know, do you need an overhaul? That's the question. Um, I know that smaller businesses um, tend to focus on the day-to-day or the month-to-month. You know, they're really, uh, you know, like we were talking about last time, sometimes they have to grind it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you do that, sometimes you lose yourself and you don't really focus on your business. You focus on what you're you're doing, you're selling, or whatever service you're providing. Um, and so we see smaller businesses, medium businesses, they, they tend to keep the same branding, the same strategies for years and years and years. And they may sustain some kind of, you know, profitable, profitable level, but they don't really grow. It doesn't help them grow. It doesn't help them change. It doesn't do anything innovative. Um, and so we want to fix that, right? We, we want to look at that. And that's something that we do a lot here um, is take a look into companies who have gotten stagnant. Um, what would you say, in your opinion, like what are the signs that a business has become stagnant in their marketing strategy? Pretty much if they're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And they might be still getting results from what they've been doing, but they're not seeing as much growth there. There's a difference where you, like you said, when you become stagnant. So when your numbers become stagnant, that means your marketing is stagnant. And you need to work on increasing that so you want to always grow. I mean, some businesses are happy where they're at, but most business owners want to see growth. And I think it's important to change it up every now and then just so that you're able to keep people on their feet and keep them interested in what you're doing. Do you think that them changing one or two things, you know, uh, changing the way they post something on social media or, or redoing their website or something like that, I mean, are businesses going to see just a big explosion when they change stuff like that? I don't think right away, but I think they will see some change. And it's all about the long term. You have to build on it so you can keep seeing growth. I mean, there might be a drastic thing you can do, do a special offer or something like that where you see a huge influx. But it's all about gradually over time seeing an increase and not just stagnant or not just a big boom. I think it's sustainable growth. I think that's the important thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's where branding becomes important, right? Because uh, you you center everything you do around the the identity of your company, or you should be. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, you have a problem. Um, but that's the thing. Like with branding, sometimes you have to change that. It's just like we change ourselves. You know, um, you have the guy out there who's the the cranky man 
who no one wants to be around uh, uh, a uh, mixed screw uh, Scrooge, uh, you know, who never changes. And we see people like that, but it's the people that are always out there trying to better themselves, trying to better the people around them and constantly changing, very self-aware. Those people are the kind of people that um, have a lot of friends in big social circles. And it's the same with your business. Like you've got to create an, a brand that can change and evolve um, or else you're not going to draw people in because your clientele changes, right? Um, um, just like you said, you said it's kind of like you change as a person. So think about it more like how you changed over the years. So, so let's look at while you're in school. In elementary school, you dress a certain way. You get in middle school, it gets a little better. High school, college, you change as a person. You change the way you dress. You change your appearance. Think of it like a business. So when you're new, you start out one way, and then you want to improve upon it every year and every cycle, every period, however you want to look at it. But you see that growth and improvement, and it helps you as a person, just like it helps your business grow. Yeah. You see better and, results. And like you offer a certain product, you know, and, and it might be a niche product or it might be something that's relatively broad. Um, but you ought to offer a product or service and you know your target demographic, you know your target consumer base. But, you know, if you do the same thing for 10 years and you keep marketing in the same way, I mean, think about how much has changed for us in the last 10 years. So, like, if you're trying to offer a product that's appealing to people between 25 and 35, middle class, whatever, and then you, you know, market that product to that kind of people 10 years from now, those people are going to be, they're not going to be your target consumer base anymore, right? You're going to have a whole new uh, consumer base that are reached in different ways and communicate in different ways and thinking in different ways. And so that's why you have to adapt um, not only the way you do things, but the, the brand and the, and the way that you're um, approaching that consumer base and knowing who they are. And I think that can't be that can be seen the most clearly through how people used to advertise in newspapers, but now you have to go more digital just because of how people are brought up and how people are raised now. They're raised more in a digital social atmosphere. So that's how they consume material. So that's how you have to reach them as a company to advertise to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what do you think, like at what point would you say that a business or an organization needs a complete overhaul versus just tweaking a few things? I would have to say when you start seeing a decline. If you start seeing it hurting you or hurting your business that you're not out there promoting, I think at that point you need to completely overhaul everything because a tweak here and there is not going to give you that much of a drastic difference. It might, you might give out track. You might get a comfortable position, but it's not going to see a major influx. And if you want to see an influx and a steady incline instead of a decline, you've got to overhaul a lot of stuff. And I, I agree with the part, like, if it's hurting you, obviously you need to change something. But if if a overhaul is going to get you a better result than an... I mean, I mean yeah, if an overhaul is going to get you a better result than a tweak, um, why wouldn't you just overhaul every day? because you won't have a steady brand. It's all about branding. Um, people get used to your brand, and if you're changing it all the time, then you won't have consistency. 
um, just last night I was looking at Fisher Price. Um, Fisher Price has recently changed their logo and it hasn't changed that much other than changing the lettering. They had capital letters before and now they have all lowercase letters. And it's not enough of a change that you won't recognize it. You're going to recognize it just as much as the Fisher Price previously. But it freshens it up and gives it a different look. And I think the reason they went to those letterings is because we're living in a society right now where millennials don't capitalize. <laughs> yeah, it great. drives me crazy because <laughs> I'm very punctuation is important to me and proper setup of a sentence. And I think we're becoming technologies allowing us not to use capital letters like it used to be. And I think that's why they've gone to that way because it's a more comfortable feel. Um, but let's just say um, Gap a couple of years ago changed their logo. It was completely <laughs> different. It was a disaster. Yeah, The internet went crazy. Everyone went crazy about it and they changed that because it was completely different than what they had before. So I think some slight changes to your branding is good. It's still an overhaul. It's completely different than it was before, but it's a slight enough change that People might not notice it as much. And it won't hurt your brand. It's still recognizable. Exactly. Like it's still you. You're still built around that identity of who you are. Um, and that's one thing that you got to consider when branding. And, and, you know, we could talk about branding forever. We won't get that into it. But like your brand is your identity. But I would argue that your consumers form your identity, right? Like, you can go out and you can offer a product or a service. You can go out and you can do the charity work and you can be involved in the community and you can be really good on social media, but you are as people see you are. You are as your customers see you are. And so like, to me, when you're branding, you can't say, well, we want to be this company, so we're gonna completely change everything. Like 10 years ago, we were young, money-hungry people. Now we are trying to be, you know, charitable community involved type of people. And we're going to change our business plan based on that. Like you, you can't do that, right? So if people see you as a money hungry tech company or clothing company or whatever it is, and you're really aggressive when you start out, you know, that might be the first impression that, that your clientele has of you. And you, you can't just change everything based on a new identity. I think it's important that you experiment with your clientele. You get them involved. I mean, if you want to change the new logo, give them free options, have them vote on it. I think that's a really cool way to do it that some companies are actually doing now and get them involved and make them have invested interest in it. And I think that can make a big difference for a brand. And you find out what's appealing to them, and that's what's most important. Not what's appealing to you, but what's appealing to the person who's actually going to come to your business. Yeah. Um, so what would you say to those who maybe aren't changing or tweaking or overhauling their strategies because they're scared or they don't know what to do? Like, if they're scared of the new technology, if they're scared of... Um, spending money or wasting money like what would you tell those business owners out there like to go do to go look into or how to overcome those fears get past it i mean <laughs> yeah, i mean get past it because 
if you're not changing and you're not investing in your business, you're not growing. And you always hear you've got to spend money to make money. And that's true when it comes to this. You've got to take a chance every now and then so that you can grow. If you stay stagnant, your business is going to stay stagnant. I don't think that's what you want. So just make moves. Just just Nike it. Just do it, right? Yeah, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would say that experimenting is is the fun of it all. Um, don't be afraid to experiment, like especially with things that don't cost much money. So, um, I you know I think about food chains, and there's some pretty genius marketing they have. You know, um, you look at like Wendy's and Burger King; they are constantly. <laughs> Uh, on Twitter fighting each other, right? And I mean, it's it's in fun, and I'm sure that like the person who's over social media for Wendy's and the person who's over social media for Burger King don't actually hate each other, yeah. but on Twitter they do. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. So like, that's the thing. Um, don't be scared to like get out there and try things. Um, you, you think of IHOP, uh, what was the campaign they had? IHOP, where they flipped the P and became the International House of Burgers. Um, they flipped a letter. They flipped a letter in their logo that couldn't have cost but <laughs> five dollars to do, maybe, and it blew up. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone was drawn to it, and it promoted a a product that they wanted to highlight. Yeah. And so, like that's that's the kind of thing that like you've got to look for like what's the little creative things that only cost five ten twenty dollars or or a small percentage of your advertising budget that's really going to set you apart and i think that's really important there's a lot of good examples of that and especially in the restaurant industry and make slight changes make just think out of the box i mean that's the biggest thing think out of the box don't do the normal don't do just the everyday things that everyone's doing do something different um, so I know one thing that a lot of business owners probably think think about or, or don't don't understand is like where to start. Where do you start when you want to change your marketing strategy? Like, okay, you've realized you're stagnant or you realize that you're running out of, you know, you're at the end of your rope as far as your marketing strategy. Now, where do you start? What do you look for? Well, I personally recommend going to easystreetmarketingco.com okay. and getting it right there. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, it's important to maybe look for a professional, look for someone who can help you with your rebranding or a strategy, just to put another set of eyes on it. You know your brand, you know your company, you know what you do, but do you understand all the technology and all the great um avenues of advertising there is out there and i think that's really important to have someone who understands that one thing i would add is like maybe look at your competitors start there right so look at what they're doing uh look and see what they've changed recently um that doesn't necessarily mean they're right that doesn't mean they're correct uh but maybe look at what they're doing and who they're reaching so that you know either what not to do or what to do um, because you don't necessarily have to go out and spend money on the latest, greatest technology out there or put thousands of dollars behind a certain platform, right? You just need to beat your competitors. That's what it boils down to. Uh, so I would say you could start there or do research. 
go on and find what the latest um, strategies are. What some what some of companies sort of like you or your size doing right now that maybe you could implement? Because all it takes is finding that one thing that your competitors aren't doing. That one marketing strategy that or idea that your industry hasn't applied yet, right? And you could you could do some serious marketing damage in your industry when you find that niche. So it's it's very much like just do research. Like start with research. Um, it's all about the data. Yeah, like you said, I think it's most important to know your competitor, know your competition, know exactly what they're doing, know how much business they're doing just based on what you can see. I think it's important to have a good understanding of what they're doing and how you can outdo them or how you can at least compete with them. Well, we could talk about this all day long, but unfortunately people, well, I hope that people do not drive all day long just to get to work. (laughs) So if you're listening on your morning commute, uh, we're probably running out of time. Um, So we'll finish up here with our final thoughts. And uh, Kendall, I'll go ahead and let you get started on that. My final thought is, Make an adjustment to your business this week. It doesn't have to be anything huge. It doesn't have to be anything great or grand. Maybe it's just scheduling a little campfire meeting that you can have once a week with your certain team leaders or a company newsletter or something like that. Make a change to better your business this week, even at the smallest sense of bettering your team. I think that's really important to always grow and always set yourself up for a better strategy to improve your company. I like that. And my final thought actually plays on that. Uh, I saw a statement earlier that says failure is data, right? And so, so many of us are scared to fail. And, and it's like we were talking about tweaking and overhauling your strategy and where to start. It's like you said, just make a change. Just do something. Try something, experiment. And if it fails, you know, don't do anything crazy because, yeah, if you fail and fail hard, then that's another thing. But like, Making adjustments, minor tweaks, minor changes, and, and seeing did they work, did they not work, you know, that's how you make improvements. So you got to know what doesn't work. You know, I, I went through a lot of jobs before we started this company, and, and my dad always said, you know, I, I complain after work, and he would always say, you know, well, you're, you're discovering what you don't want to do for the rest of your life. And it's the same with your marketing, it's the same with your business, it's the same with your products. If it fails, that's okay. You just discovered what you don't need to do. Now go out and do what you need to do and, and apply that to your life. Failure is data and it's not bad, it's not scary. It just happens and you move on from it. So that is all we have today. Thank you for listening in. Hope your commute was nice and that we provided something for you. Go check us out on Twitter and uh, ask us some questions. We'll get to you. We'd love for you to interact with us. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Street Talk Business Podcast. Please take some time to follow us on social media at Street Talk Cast. Street Talk is a production by EP Street Market, located in Macon, South Carolina. Until next time.